having that sense that you're not in complete alignment, you're living one way in one space and another outside of that. And I just wanted to have a better relationship with my parents because, you know, just hiding yourself isn't, doesn't work in the long run. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. Today, I have a treat for you. I'm interviewing my dear communication student and coaching client, Britt Beerley. In our conversation, we are going to talk about growing in confidence, coming out, and much, much more. Hi, Britt, and thank you so much for saying yes to being a guest at the Language Alchemy podcast. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We have been working for about, I think it's been two years, right? A little bit more, yeah. A little bit more, yeah. And would you like to start by telling us why you came to Language Alchemy or how you came to Language Alchemy? You get to decide. <laughs> A little bit of both of those, actually. Yes, about that time, we we're right in the middle of COVID and everything was stressful and it really highlighted any little thing that was uh, a challenge, could be challenging. Actually, my partner, Shannon, had been recommending that I come see you or talk to you for several years. And it finally got to the point that uh, we had a couple of communication quirks that weren't quite matching up. And I had a habit of getting defensive. And Shannon kind of had some, like, not quite understanding why I was reacting the way that I was. And so uh, after talking, I decided to initiate a call and, and, you know, start working with you. I remember that call. And some of the things that you you came to me for, do you remember what those were? Quite a few or at least several. Like I needed to work with my communication with Shannon. I was stressed out with work. And uh, I guess eventually that changed to quite a few other goals that I, I came up with needing to work on, like coming out to my family and work and just kind of a long journey. And it seems like all of these goals as you were uncovering your communication and learning more about how you wanted to be authentic and confident in your communication, more goals get showing up. Exactly. So you mentioned coming out to your family and coming out at work. And tell us a little bit about you. What what did that mean to you and specifically Coming out as what? I needed to come out as a, a trans man to my family. I have an awesome relationship with my partner and they've been really supportive. And um, I knew that I needed to extend that out to other people. Like just having that sense that you're not in complete alignment. You're living one way in one space and another outside of that. And I just wanted to have a better relationship with my parents because, 
you know, just hiding yourself isn't doesn't work in the long run. So I was working with you, it kind of come out in part because everything's in my life's always kind of connected. Um, mm-hmm. Like I wanted to come out to, I wanted to come out at work, but to do that, I had to come out to my family because people knew each other and it was important that my parents know before everybody else. So been talking with my manager, which was one of the relationships that's been improved since working with you. And I was fully supported by my manager and I knew that I could move forward, but to do that, I needed to work on my personal side of it and came out to my mom in person. And then I talked to my dad because they had just moved to Oklahoma out of state for a while. You brought up that you didn't want to hide to your family. You didn't want to hide at work and living in hiding is painful. And it sounds like what you wanted was to be authentic and to have a deeper sense of connection, not just with your manager who was supportive of you or your partner who is supportive of you, but also people that you didn't know whether they were going to be supportive of you or not, right? Yeah, that was the hardest part was coming out in the areas where I didn't necessarily know how people would react. I mean, I'd been working with the people in my office for seven years or so at that point, but until you do something, sometimes you just don't know what the result is going to be. And even coming out to my parents, being conservative Christian, and that's how I had been raised. I'm, you can hope, but you just don't know until you do it. Yeah. And at the same time, you knew and you know that there is love in your family, that your parents love you and you wanted to be authentic with that love. Very much so. And so how was it for you? I know that coming out is it's not easy. You know, that's such an understatement. I took a lot of planning and I enlisted my sister to, to support because I knew that she was supportive of me and then kind of had to have that, you know, conversation of, you know, this is what's going on. Then you have to wait. And then you have to listen and see where it goes. And it was just you know, a lot of tears, a lot of solid intent on my mom communicating her love for me and support and maybe not initially knowing how to communicate that, but willingness to step up and work on it as much as she could. And that took so much, not just courage or bravery on your part, but it also took so much love on your part to give everybody the space they needed to listen to them, to make space for their reaction, for their tears, and all the role-playing that we did too. So much role-playing. Yes, we role-played reactions. We role-played what could happen. We anticipated different things. And right now, how do you feel that you are yourself and you're not in hiding anymore? I think that created more confidence for me in the long run. Definitely has shifted how I, I guess, even show up in different spaces. I guess it shows itself the most when I'm at work and I have to, when people are, I still have to correct people's using up pronouns for me and 
for me, it shows a lot more confidence than I had before. Or even in spaces where I don't have to deal with the history of people knowing me before. It just feels so much better and more authentic. It's not like that scared of them finding out anything. It just they treat me as I see myself. And that's what's important. What a gift to allow others and to teach others to treat you as you see yourself, to be in your authenticity, to show up as your authentic self, which for you is being a trans man. And there was your manager who was very supportive. And then what were you able to do at work? It worked since I had so much history with uh, the people that I worked with. I knew that just on the off chance, there were some people who reacted negatively. I enlisted the help of my uh, human resources team on top of my manager, and we worked through training. And they went and looked into different programs that we could use for that. So then I got to send out my letter to the office announcing my transition and name change and, and pronouns. And then HR sent out a follow-up email re-emphasizing my workplace's dedication to diversity and inclusivity and the training for the people at my office. Wow. And as I recall, at work, they were looking for different trainings. You were consulted every step of the way, correct? Yeah, they um, told me where they were looking. And then when they had ideas, they would run them past me so that I had the, the final say in what I was comfortable with for how everything rolled out. I even saw the email that was sent out. I had to have my approval before it went wow. out to the rest of the office. I'm really in awe of your bravery, your confidence, and your inner support that you have been cultivating, Britt, in these two years to be able to say, yes, this is who I am. This is how I want to be seen because this is who I am. And this is my name. These are my pronouns. And continue even to this day to correct people when they mispronoun you or, or maybe they, they make a mistake. Something that I have been appreciating a lot is how you have been doing it, this correction or talking to people with such grace. I think it's different for everybody. But for me, I guess I can bring the understanding that habits are at least harder to change immediately when it had eight or plus more years of trying to use a particular pronoun. So my capacity is different than, than a lot of other people. I've heard different experiences from different people. But also, being able to have the people in the office that I'm closer to, that I can have the frank conversations like, hey, you know, anything but that, not that pronoun or not this word. And then being like, hey, do you mind like talking to some of the other people or even if I matter, it was like, you have a problem with anybody, you send them to me, you don't have to deal with it. What's your comfort level? You can take care of it. I'll take care of it. But there's no questions. So it sounds like also by not hiding and showing up as you are, you have also encouraged others, you've recruited others to support you, and you have also received from others that support, and they are showing up for you. 
definitely here and there. It's not universal or but it's enough. It's enough. And that's what happens when we are able to show up authentically. There are others who want to support us and and that's enough. There's something that you said, Britt, that you really want wanted to make space for your family or for others and and listen to others. And I'm wondering, you also took the Choosing True Connection course with me. And I'm wondering if that had anything to do with your capacity to listen to others. Definitely. I was just re-looking over some of the material. I and I can't think of anything in that class that hasn't come up either at work or with my family even like I can't say that I've completely changed my habits but even the ability to look at the situations and knowing what I'm seeing and kind of pull it apart as opposed to not having any idea what's going on is a big change and really helps in conversations or in those stressful situations and if you can just look at it differently in review it makes a big difference it sounds like you have more awareness definitely a lot higher awareness and what are some things that you were not able to communicate two years ago that for you yes not every single habit is going to change so quickly like you said you've had decades of communicating and particular ways in these last two years what would you say is like kind of like a before and an after Brit two years ago versus now I'd say my listing is better and my ability to like respond and reflect back to people so that they know that I'm listening it's not just me silently listening and on good days I can verbally empathize and not just sound like I'm a robot repeating back what someone's saying. I can actually work with that. And I actually had a conversation, I think, last week with someone that I'm training at work. And it was like a deep personal conversation. I actually felt like I was participating in it as opposed to feeling awkward. I'm not sure why what I'm doing in this conversation really felt a lot more connected than I did. I would have had that having that conversation previously. Wow. And well, first of all, I'm I'm so proud of you. And I'm also hearing that something that came up in our work together was that you wanted to take more of a leadership role. And you have been training people at work. You have been taking more and more of a of a leadership role. How has that developed for you? It's still a work in progress, but I guess that's my reflection. On that, listening to the people at work, it seems like less, they don't question as much as like, oh, Brit's leading the training. Okay, Brit's leading the training. Like, who else would do it? Um, this is like, this is an obvious choice. And I'm just like, yeah, got it. Yeah, let's, let's just go. This is an obvious choice. That's beautiful. Is there anything, Brit, that you did a lot of before, maybe like any communication habit that you used to do a lot of before that now you either don't do it or it's less and you're noticing the impact of that being less and and what that impact is for you? Yeah, actually, I was just 
talking about that with my partner, Shannon, as they reflected that I was trying to think of why I start working with you in the first place. I was like, I was getting really defensive about things and really reactive in that defensiveness. And they were reflected back that, yeah, it seems a little fuzzy now because it seems so long. It doesn't happen as much. Like there's more connection than defensive and reactivity in our relationship. That's definitely helped a lot. And I've been honored to watch that in vivo (laughs) with the two of you. It's been so wonderful. All right. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share or even a question you want to ask or anything you would like to say? (laughs) I guess reflecting on everything that I've done over the last couple of years, if there's any, if you're ever questioning yourself about something, just, just do it. Question after the fact, see how it turns out. It's probably the bigger payoff to stop with the questions and then do what you need to do. So stop questioning yourself. Just just do it and try. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Britt. It has been such a deep, deep honor to support you over the last couple of years in your journey of confidence, of authenticity, of coming out as a trans man, as a leader at work, in your community. And I'm very grateful to know you. Thank you. And I'm so very grateful to know you as well, Alejandra. The best choice I've made in the last two years. Thank you. I have teary eyes. Thank you so much, Britt. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week. And as we say in Argentina, you want to say it with me? Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.